unfound fears. Adrian Osman walks in the door. He's wearing shorts, a shirt with a rather tropical seascape dancing across it, and has a neatly tangled crop of hair leaning to the right side of his head. But his face is happy. Or at least it looks like happiness is most often present there, like a jovial laugh and positive statement could break out at any moment. He radiates a relaxed optimism. He is youthful, but he has experienced eyes, if that's even a thing. And when he speaks, people listen especially people with an idea about starting a new business. You know, people look at someone who's doing well, inverted commas, and they think that they've just got it all sorted out in their head, but what they don't realise is that every, everything an entrepreneur is doing is they're pushing themselves to the next level and they've never done that thing that they're about to do. Um, so, yeah, in Pitch Black or any of my, in my startups or in Edison, the agency, and any of those things, is kind of a lot of the th a lot of my day is doing stuff for the first time. Adrian is the co-founder and CEO of Pitch Black, a company that helps business founders prove their ideas, get funding, and launch companies that disrupt things. And yes, it has proven chops. Glenn Richards of Shark Tank Australia and Green Cross fame reckons it's the best model for getting new ideas off the ground that he's seen, and that's big kudos. But what does any of this have to do with your unfound fears? Well, quite a bit. In episodes one and two, we talked about what happens chemically to your body when you feel fear, and on a macro level, why the fears you feel about doing certain things are almost always worth it in the end. But in Adrian's work, he sees people experience tens, maybe hundreds of fear micro moments a day, and that he says is a good thing. It's the right thing, because what better way to overcome fears than in a bunch of small steps rather than a massive leap. If they feel like they're moving forward even the tiniest bit, they can ride that high. Uh, one of our company beliefs is celebrate the smallest wins, right? So you've got, and wins should be seen as the tiniest little thing. Like in my mind, I feel like I get like eight to 10 wins a day and there's downs as well, but that's how micro I break it down. Like just anything that's good, I sort of celebrate it, we talk about it between our team. Like you just, you don't, don't base things on massive quarterly targets or revenue targets or anything because that's way too big a trough until you get that next drug hit. So it's got the drug hit should be like hourly. <laughs> We're very cautious of not being an excitement company where we breed all this excitement and over encouragement into them over a three month process. And then after, after the program, there's alumni and there's ongoing support after it. But we don't want to be this thing that they become reliant on us on, on feeling that or, or on us reducing their fear. So the thing that actually gets them over the line is non-biased results. So about halfway through the process, we make sure that they do uh, marketing, say if it's consumer idea marketing experiments or if it's B2B, business to business, where you get them to sign up their first client. And it's only then when a stranger signs up, pre-registers or goes through a buy now simulation and clicks on the buy button, even though the product doesn't exist or that we run a lot of like scientific experiments to prove it in a non-biased way. It's only then where the entrepreneur will really kick into gear. And we tell them that, we, just, we, we ask them not to say, do you believe in our idea? Because we said, we do, that's how you got into the program in the first place. Um, that's how we filter. So don't keep coming to us for that type of encouragement because it's, it's always gonna wear off. But when you get customers, that's the high that lasts a lot longer. Step by step, day by day. 
So in Adrian's experience, little victories and non-biased results are the things that help push your fears aside when you're starting a business. And like the theme from the rather excellent 80s sitcom Step by Step would suggest, it's done in increments, not giant leaps. Some could say the giant leap is starting the business in the first place. But the thing I like most about Adrian's approach is this. It's the non-biased results that create your little victories, not hype. That first order, that first investment in marketing that you make, turning a customer complaint into a positive, launching your website, buying your domain, even hiring a virtual assistant. They're all little steps that get fear off your back bit by bit. And as Erin Hegarty said in episode one of Unfound Fears, exposure is the best way to defeat the things that stressed you out or produce anxiety. Doing them again and again in small steps makes them automatic. But organizing that in your own mind can be a task and Adrian says for a lot of people that comes down to getting one thing right, your routine. Yes, we've all heard it before. Early bird gets the worm, wake up to your best self, hustle from dawn, blah, 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 blah. That's not what Adrian's talking about. He says the formation of healthy habits helps with your little victories each and every day. You don't have to be running a marathon, training for a try, or even be a CrossFit hero. And healthy habit formation isn't always about exercise. It's about mindset, what works for you, what fits into your life, and what is the thing that gets you prepared for happiness every single day. We're finding that we're turning into a psychology company, <laughs> literally. So it's just self-doubt. It's just the, the uh, it's the only thing an entrepreneur really has to overcome because the things that you have to do are just not that difficult. Um, and it is crazy how harsh people are on themselves and the, the inner voice that we, we talk about internally. Um, so we have one full-time resource, for example, her name's Hayley, she's incredible. Um, and her full-time job is habit formation for the founders. Like, all day, every day, she's like a personal trainer that they get and she's helping them overcome their demons because we know if they don't do that, it doesn't matter how, how much we help them with the startup, it's just not going to work if they don't get their head right. So what I really look up to Hayley about is her, she's the best at what we call rituals. Um, so, and the easiest ritual to start on would be your morning ritual. So all successful people, there's a lot of articles out there about they all get up at fucking 4am. I don't, I don't think, um, I don't, I get up at 8 because I work till 1am most of the time. So I don't, I don't think you have to get up before sunrise. I think there's, I think that's a bit over sensationalized, but definitely the correlation between people who have a very set morning regime and people who do really well, there, there's huge correlation there. So, um, that's where we start typically. What are you doing when you first wake up? You're just going straight into your emails, you going straight into Facebook and just looking at junk, you're putting on morning TV, are you exercising at all? What are you eating? All those, that's the easiest thing for us to tackle first. And it's crazy when people just start to get the tiniest, we make the goals very um, achievable to kick off with, so similar to how a personal trainer would. Um, and it's crazy when they first start achieving those, even those little micro goals, they start to feel more in control of their life and it's the little dopamine hits that gives them enough encouragement to then have self-motivation to then do the simple year 12 sort of tasks. We should probably talk about dopamine for a sec. We've all heard it, we've all probably said it in conversation, but why is it so freaking cool? Well, when we talk about dopamine in relation to motivation, addiction, attention, and even during the sexy times, we're talking about a thing in your brain called the mesolimbic pathway. Drug addicts love this because their hit increases a dopamine reaction, but it can get pretty complex as to why. Is it the drug that increased the dopamine or the sight of the drug, the reward that it promises? It gets really complicated and believe 
believe me, it's best left to far more qualified people than me to explain. But the reason Adrian talks about it is because of what it delivers. Incremental hits of happiness. Something your rituals, your routines and your healthy habits can give you. You need those little micro wins and the longer between a win for an entrepreneur, um, their, their mentality collapses and then everything in the business collapses as well. So, and, and it does feel like a little win just to get through that morning routine and tick off. Um, mine's not that hardcore, but it's, it's pretty good and I don't care if it's 10 minutes out or not. It's not, it's, not, it's not psycho, but it does, when you do go through all those things, you do feel like you've uh, sort of won already at the start of the day. It's, it's like how going to the gym gets easier. You still have that little hesitance, oh, I could sleep in, but when it's like dealing with fear when it's routine, it, it becomes a lot easier to, to deal with if you're just used to putting out fires all day. So yeah, seeing it becomes, kind of becomes second nature and there's very few things that will stress you out at a high level. Um, it's, it's so worth it. I don't think there's anything better than starting, starting a business. So what have we learned today? It's the little victories, your ritual, and I mean that, your ritual, not anyone else's, are things that can help you get past the stressful micro moments each and every day. And I know I've changed up my rituals since listening to what Adrian has had to say about them. So what are yours? Email me at kurt at thecontentdivision.com.au and let me know. We'd love to feature them in upcoming shows. And speaking of you, thank you so much for sending in your eight-word unfound fears. Brad in Brisbane says he, like me, fears a ton of things that will more than likely never happen. Mate, we can work on that one together. Michaela says losing her family because of her business is what she fears most, and there's some huge conversations around that, no doubt. I'd say a lot of business owners tackle that one every single day, so you're absolutely not alone. Thank you so much for listening. Your attention means the world to me. I'm Kurt Sanders and this is Unfound Fears. We'll see you next week.